Hello and welcome to the Moisture Farm Report, the Star Wars podcast that's only just noticed the shields are still up. I am your host, James Matthews, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Adam Wheeler. How are you doing today? I am doing really well. Like I said to you a minute ago, I've just eaten a lovely chocolate cupcake with this sort of chocolate sauce <sighs> fill-in, just like how you get in a donut, mm. and it was absolutely yes. amazing. And unfortunately, James, I don't have one that I can give you <laughs> right now because you're on the other side of the country. <sighs> of course, it's always geographical, it's isn't always it? It's always an excuse. The excuse. <laughs> it's always an excuse. It does sound nice, though. I think the closer things can get to being donuts, it's always the better. Always, always. I mean, there was there was. I was eating another cupcake yesterday, which had a sort of jam filling, and it had like a raspberry topping. So mm. it was like part of a selection box. Oh, it was so worth it. But nice. I saw you eating something a minute ago, that just on so camera. <laughs> I'm just eating some uh, some nice orange dark chocolate. Oh, there you go. Um, there you go. Tesco. Tesco have changed the recipe for their dark, zesty orange chocolate bar, yeah. and they've taken out the milk, which is amazing for someone who is lactose intolerant. <laughs> which means I can eat all the chocolate orange I want. Did you say so? Like a not like a Terry's chocolate orange, something else, something else entirely. No, no, just like a bar of dark chocolate, oh, but with good. a kind of orange oil in there. Ooh. Speaking of really nice things, actually, I went out for a coffee earlier. I went to Cafe Nero, and they got like all of their Christmas stuff out, all of their kind of Christmas recipes. Oh, very good. So I had a panettone spice latte, and it was Ooh. one of those things where I like, when I ordered it, I felt like a total idiot, but also it was amazing. Oh, oh, that sounds incredible. I don't think I've ever ordered that. But then again, I don't ever go to Cafe so Nero. So good. I, you know what I got the other day? I went into Starbucks and got another white, mm. I got a white hot chocolate. Um, oh yes! I can never bring myself to order it. It sounds too rich. It wore, oh, you know what? No, it really was. And I was walking around London, just <laughs> feeling sick as hell. And um, and oh I, and, no! And it was just, and it was so thick. It was like they put like an entire ton of of the whatever the mix was <laughs> into that cup. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. Oh no, that does not sound but good. But we oh, had dear. we had our redemption with uh with the uh, the the muffin today um but james mm, talk, that's good talking about <laughs> coffee related things uh <laughs> yes you know what the audience can do they can if they want to they might be able to buy this lovely what was it the panettone latte that you got is that what it was Panet called? yeah panettone spice latte well they can head on delish well they can also buy as a panettone latte if they want by going down to <laughs> buymeacoffee.com forward slash moisture farm rep where you can literally donate as much or as little as you would like because you know what james i would love one of those i really would mm. yeah preferably if they could donate around about four pound thirty then we could cover a panettone well, spice well, 860 <laughs> so that we can both get one again exactly <laughs> <laughs> well enough of this uh, coffee related banter today mm -hmm. we well i'm really looking forward to this one james because uh well <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, you know, it's one of our creative ones, and uh, also we don't really yep. know much about what each other's what each other are going to bring to the table today. But there's going to be a few laughs and a few surprises <laughs> along the way, I suspect. Yeah, I think there will be. Should we should we cut the chatter and just dive straight into it? Let's get on into it. So, Adam. What is it that we are going to be exploring today? Well, James, I'm glad you asked because <laughs> we are going to be delving into another one of our hotly requested what ifs. Mm. And uh, we are going to be creating two of our separate stories 
uh, that we have created maybe about what James 30 minutes ago uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I finished typing uh, up my notes like yeah. five minutes before we started the recording yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this is standard this is what I did as well um, about an hour ago for me so you know lastminute.com as it were but we have got two individual stories based on one uh, premise and James we're going to be looking at today what if the Night Sisters of Dathomir survived the Clone Wars, mm. or indeed the attack from General Grievous and Count Dooku. <laughs> and uh, just to just to be clear, and I don't actually think we specified that in our mm. question. <laughs> okay. Um, I so maybe I was maybe I just went off a piece there, James. So, but, um, yeah, it is. What if the Night Sisters survived? I mean, in the most basic form, right? <laughs> that is true. The good thing is, I also assumed it was the attack from General Grievous. Oh, so God. at least we're Ooh. sticking with the same story. <laughs> <laughs> I almost thought I mucked out for you there. No, good. Um, great. Well, we, um, as we know, we love these because they could turn out into pretty much anything. Mm. Or if we go down, or if we think back to the, um, uh, well, the droid what if that we did once. We came out almost exactly the same. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm yeah. wondering if this is one of those stories that I, I said to you that before we start recording. This could either be we go down completely different paths, or because it's like so vague, we somehow just land on following the same character or the same plot point. And I can't yeah, wait to see yeah, what yeah, it is. Yeah. I don't. I can't, I honestly don't think we can. Well, it's possible. But it's, <laughs> it, I don't think we can do this for this one. Like, there is just so many different avenues we could have mm. gone down with this. And I think mine's just a bit too weird okay. for you to have done something <laughs> similar. So hopefully not. Excellent. Should we, before we get into it, should we do a little bit of, like, scene setting? Because I don't know about you, but Ooh. I had to go back and rewatch the Clone Wars episodes with the Night Sisters because I couldn't oh, sure. remember what actually happened with them. <laughs> I'm sure someone I mean, else out there can't remember. remember. Yeah, I remember I mean, General Grievous being involved and that's pretty much it. I remember that happening. Kanduk is evolved. There's like mm. a there's like a voodoo doll type thing going on as yes. well in the whole. That's right. Um, I didn't remember much beyond that, other than that there was a battle. Mm. Um, so yeah, the, so there was a battle, right? So yeah, um, the the CIS were sent in the droids to effectively wipe out the Night Sisters of Dathomir, didn't they? Yeah. So it all it all kind of started with Asajj Ventress, you know, Dooku's Sith assassin apprentice. Um, because Darth Sidious was worried like the Dooku was plotting to overthrow him and he said, you know, just I want you to kill Ventress as like a sign of your loyalty. So Dooku yeah. tries to do it, Ventress escapes and she returns to Dathomir and she like plots to kill Dooku with um, with Mother Towson, the leader of the Night Sisters. And it's sort of like in mm. retaliation for that, isn't it, that Dooku then sends Grievous yeah. to wipe out the Night Sisters. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course a couple and, do um, survive, and... like Merrin and Morgan Elspeth, but like they pretty much are all just wiped out on Dathomir, aren't they? They're pretty, they pretty much are. And it sort of leads to, yeah, pretty much the eradication of this big, big dominating force, or at least this powerful force of force users in the galaxy, which mm. um, would have been a threat to anyone and anything. And yeah, there's this whole sort of subplot where uh, Mother Talzin is almost trying to kill Count Dooku mm. um, through the voodoo doll spells. And it's very, very, you know, it's, it's, it, it, comes close don't they they yeah. come close to getting him yeah, yeah. they get savage um, press involved he's sent as like he's yeah. sent undercover sort of to pose as dooku's new apprentice and then he's meant to like kill yeah. dooku but he ends up not doing yeah. it and goes off with maul instead it's a great yeah. like i think it's two arcs of four episodes or something they're great episodes yeah. 
It's a good episode. It's really good. It's it's one of those, um, you know, it's not like C-3PO goes and gets a cake. It's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's not four episodes of slow Moncala politics. No, no. So um, we, well, James, how are we going to do this? Which Who's going to go first? That's I, think it's, I think it's my turn to go first, which is good, because if we do okay. have the same story, then you'll be the one copying me. So... <laughs> Oh, okay. I see how it is. But well, I will. Um, I'll gladly concede, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm ready to hear what you brought. So okay. Well, I'm I'm excited to share this with you because I, like I said, only finished writing the notes like five minutes ago, um, and they're very vague. <laughs> okay. And also, this nice. was a story like that I started writing from the end. Like I had an idea for an end point, and I thought I'll work backwards from there. And then I ended sure. up filling in a completely different ending. So this has gone a lot oh, of wow. places. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Right. So last minute change. Something yeah. has spurred that. Yeah. Go for it. So this story starts not with the battle on Dathomir, not with General Grievous's attack, but with that plot to kill Count Dooku. Um, so as we Ooh. just said, you know, there's this whole plot with Ventress and Savage Press to, to sort of work together and kill Dooku. Um, and in the Clone Wars, it fails because Savage decides... He doesn't want to be manipulated by anybody, and he turns on Ventress as well as Dooku. But in this version, Ventress and Savage work together, and they do manage oh. to kill Count Dooku. Oh, God, okay. Well, does... James, that <laughs> means you've done two what-ifs in a row where Count Dooku gets killed? I know, it's, it's going to be my running theme for the season, I think. <laughs> it just keeps what have you got against him i thought he was your favorite character <laughs> he is it's just it's become a bit now i'm admitting to the bit <laughs> all right i don't even that's, know what our third cool, what though. if is this season if dooku's even involved but if he is he's dying no i i can't remember it's gonna happen yeah we just gotta find it find a way even if it's yeah. like to do with uh return of the jedi yeah. and uh the ewoks he's gonna pop in as a force yeah. ghost and get killed again <laughs> exactly so count dooku dead ventress and savage press return to dathomir um, and they meet with Mother Towson and they say they were successful. And Mother Towson, she knows that, of course, now that Dooku is dead, that Sidious is going to respond pretty soon. Like, he's going to be mad cross with the with the Night Sisters. Um, and so, yeah. Towson sends out Savage Press to go and find Darth Maul. Which, again, she Ooh. does in the Clone Wars. Like, this is part of the plot. Um, but this sure. time he goes out a little bit earlier. And so Savage goes out and he finds Maul and he brings Maul back to Dathomir just before Grievous launches his attack on the planet. So in this Ooh, version, so it's... Maul is there. Yeah. And with his brother. Yes. Ready for that. Wow. Yeah. That is great. Okay. okay so in, I'm, in, in, I'm into this. So in this version, instead of like Dooku ordering the attack, now it's Sidious telling Grievous to go and wipe out the Night Sisters as like payment for, for oh, taking Dooku's oh, life. But, sure. of course, Grievous lands on the planet and now there's, there's Ventress at full strength, there's Savage, and there's Darth Maul with his new shiny robot legs. Of course, he's and he can't stand a chance, can he? No, he's, he's he's outnumbered. Yeah, he is. He is defeated. He is killed. The droid army is defeated. <gasps> what? Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. And right, so, okay. Okay. so, um, so Dooku and yeah. Grievous both dead. Yeah. Sidious is what? What have you got? What has he got left now? Well, not much. Like basically, the Clone Wars are over, right? Like you know, in Revenge of the Sith, sure. they're saying you know if we if we capture Grievous, we can end the war. Like that's done. Yeah. The you know, the political leader of the Separatists, dead. The commander of the army, dead. 
Yes, dead. you've got Nuke Gunray and you've got some droid army stuff, but like the separatists. But we don't are talk done. about them. Yeah, we don't talk about them. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're boring. Yeah, yeah. The remain maybe the Poggle the lesser becomes the leader of the separatists, but like, um, he's got you know yeah. they've got no choice but to surrender to the Republic. <laughs> and now we go into and now we go into your what if about Poggle the lesser taking on the the leadership of this. exactly. And now just go and listen yes. to episode two. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so the only person left to keep the war going is Darth Sidious. Um, he's the only person left who can sort of like keep the separatist thing going. But okay, Mother Towson has a plan for taking him down Ooh, because, of course, this right. is her long term goal. Right, she wants revenge on Sidious yeah. for for all of his cool. stuff, all of his Dathomir child taking stuff. Um, and I'm sure he took. A, I'm sure he took out a couple <clears throat> of Night Sisters. Yeah, and uh, Zabrax along the way. So. He, She's gonna be mad. Yeah, I couldn't actually remember why Towson like was so bent on taking revenge against Sidious. I think that he'd promised Mother Towson yeah, she no. would be his next apprentice, and then he found Maul and was like, "Actually, no, I want this kid instead." So I think it's all yeah. personal. Um, but Damn. okay. <laughs> but yeah, yeah it says her... here that um, Towson despised <clears throat> the Sith and deeply resented Darth Sidious for taking mm. Maul from her and casting her aside. Yes. Okay. So yeah. Yeah, it's it's all just personal beef. Um, but yes, Towson originally planned for Maul, Ventress, and Savage to go and kill Sidious. But because no. she's got Darth Maul there, um, this is the kind of thing that's different. He says that he has a better way of bringing down Sidious. And he tells yeah. Mother Towson the truth that Darth Sidious is Supreme Chancellor Palpatine. Oh, right. Okay, so she knows now. She knows Yeah. That. She knows that the public figurehead of the Republic is there and there for the taking. Mm, because I did look this up. I think Maul is like possibly the only person other than Dooku who knew this. Um, so now Towson has right. this information and she gives it to the Republic. And I don't know, maybe they got some like proof that Ventress took from Dooku's palace as well. Um, but they give this information yeah. to the public. They out Palpatine yeah. and Sidious in exchange for yeah. amnesty for Ventress and Savage. Um, just like forgive and them they, for their wait, war crimes. I, and th and they believe her? Well, I, like, that's why I said like maybe they got some proof from Dooku's palace or something. Some I don't know sure, hollow okay, documents. Yeah. They found they, um, they swabbed it for his prince. Yeah, got his prince. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah, yeah. you know, trust me, bro. Um, so yeah, they give this information <laughs> to the Republic and they say you know it's in exchange for like amnesty for Ventress and Savage and the promise that Dathomir will be left alone to its own affairs. It won't have to join the Republic. Mm. It won't be bothered anymore. Um, okay. And so with the knowledge of Palpatine's identity. The Jedi go to arrest the Sith Lord. But this is obviously oh. a year before Revenge of the Sith. So Mace Windu right. is able to take like a proper team to fight Sidious. He's not left with, you know, Argon Cola and Sazy Tin and Chad the Janitor. <laughs> we, they have Kit Fisto. They have, they, Kit, they, you know, perfectly, you know, a good fighter. <laughs> uh, I, I know they don't. he doesn't last that long, but he is no. a good fighter in, you know... <laughs> Kit Fisto is the the Lance Stroll of that team for any F1 fans out there. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this time, this time Mace Windu is able to assemble the greats. You know, he takes Yoda, he takes Obi-Wan and Anakin. He takes, I don't know, maybe like Shakti and Kiadi Mundi. They're there too. Um, it's more than just whoever's left at the temple. And they go and they confront Sidious. And in this fight, you know, they're still facing Darth Sidious. So several Jedi are still killed or badly wounded. But most importantly of all, among those Jedi who fall to Sidious's blade is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, 
no. Mm. No. What? So is Obi-Wan sort of the one leading or is it Mace Windu leading <coughs> Obi-Wan into battle? It's still Mace Windu leading, but, you know, Obi-Wan's, yeah. Obi-Wan's there. But I, Obi-Wan's I just, gone. Yeah, I just don't I think he could that. last against Sidious. Maybe I'm wrong, but, but I don't but, think he could. But with all of them together? Yeah. They, he could, oh, man. I mean, I suppose you're right. I suppose he's not quite become a master yet at this point. He's still mm. a knight. So he's not quite, yeah, he's not quite as developed as he is in Revenge of the Sith. But that's that's crazy. Mm. Yeah, and, and Anakin obviously hit hard by this. He sees, you know, his complex father slash older brother figure struck down by the dark side. Um, yeah. But nonetheless, Sidious is defeated. He's removed from power. He's either arrested or, I don't know, executed. I don't know what happens in the Republic. Um, but sure. Palpatine is removed. And Padme is elected the new chancellor. And the Republic looks oh. forward to a new golden age of peace and prosperity. But Wow. Oh, oh, oh. oh. so it's not a happy ending. That's, <laughs> no. That's depressing. <laughs> that's the oh. ending of Act One. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. <clears throat> what happens next? Well, you know, like I said, it's a new age of, of, of goodness, of greatness, of optimism. Everyone's thinking, great, the Clone Wars are over. We've got a, a brilliant new visionary chancellor in charge. The Jedi are still at their full strength. Everything is great. But Mother Towson yeah. over on Dathomir, she's not thinking that everything is all rosy and wonderful. Because no. like all good villains, she's a little bit paranoid. And she's thinking, Ooh. terrific. Darth Sidious is out of the picture. I don't have to worry about him anymore. But she's now thinking, oh, what about the Jedi? What about their grand army of the Republic? What if they suddenly look at Dathomir and go, yeah, those Night Sisters are a threat. Maybe we should, you know, try and take them out or try and put Ooh. them into the Republic. Well, you know what it is? The power of the dark side. It's mm. strong. It corrupts yes, you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I know that the, I know that Night Sisters aren't particularly, you know, associated with that. But I mean, let's face it, they are the dark side users, aren't they? Exactly. And she's looking, you know, she's looking at Maul. She's looking at. I assume that Maul's been kept a secret because I, I reckon if the Jedi knew Maul was there, they'd be on Dathomir straight away. But maybe sure. he's he's kept sure. in a nice little home somewhere. Um, but she's looking Aww. at <laughs> she's looking at Maul. She's looking at Savage Press. She's looking at Asajj Ventress, and she's thinking they're great, they're talented, they're powerful. But you know, we need someone. We need more than just those three to defend Dathomir. <laughs> okay. And so one day, you know, she's she's standing over like a witch's cauldron. She's doing her magic and everything. Um, and she has a sure. vision, a vision from Coruscant of Anakin Skywalker Ooh. sleeping. He's tossing and turning in his sleep. And he's having these Is nightmares. Is he having bad dreams about sands? About he's sand? Ha- yeah, he's having bad dreams about sand castles, about oh, yeah, cool. um, other sand-related things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's having visions of, of you know, Obi-Wan's death and, and Ahsoka course, course. and Padme being in danger too. Maybe they're all drowning in quicksand. Oh. Um of course, the worst, very yes. worst. But that's it. that's really interesting, given that he has now got no father figure, but he is mm. still the master of uh, Ahsoka. So his yeah. he must feel even more of a responsibility in that sense. Exactly, and you know Obi Wan's not there, so we've got like no one to kind of turn to anymore. Padme's no. extremely busy with being the Chancellor, so he doesn't want to disturb her. Um, Gosh, yeah, and so you know Talzin consents Anakin's fear, his kind of you know his worry that he's not going to be powerful enough to protect these people that he loves. Um, and so she uses her magic across the galaxy to stoke these visions, make them more intense, make them worse, and also drop these yeah. little like visions of a of a planet shrouded in red mist, where he might perhaps find that power he needs to save those he loves from dying. Oh gosh! 
So he's doing it again. <laughs> he's falling the, for the same trick again. God, oh, Anakin. Stop Anakin. trying to save the ones really? you love from dying. Stop doing it. We don't... <laughs> Mother Towson's going to tell him about the Darth Plagueis, the wise story, isn't, isn't she? She's Let them go, Anakin. Let them go. Can't hold back <laughs> anymore. Oh, let the past die. Exactly. Right. <laughs> so, of course, you know, Anakin eventually... Um, he thinks he's got to find out like what these vi- what these visions from the Force or what he thinks the visions from the Force are telling him, and so he flies off to Dathomir in secret. Um, he takes with him he takes R two in his ship, but he tells Ahsoka like I'm just going on secret council business. You stay here, I'll be back soon. Um, yeah, he flies off to Dathomir and he lands on Dathomir, and when he emerges from his starfighter, you know he emerges in all of this kind of red fog and there's like green tendrils yeah. of magic floating around, and they lead Ooh, Anakin to a cave. Wow. And he enters this dark cave and he senses something around him. He senses a couple of presences. And then are these gonna be are these gonna be spiders? spiders? <laughs> he probably did have to fight quite a few big spiders on the way into the cave. Um <laughs> yeah, he, he senses these, you know, figures or these presences around him, and then to his left, a couple of red lightsabers ignite. And to his right, a double bladed lightsaber ignites. And in front of him, another double-bladed red lightsaber ignites. Oh, okay. of wow. Of course, Maul, Savage, and Ventress step out of the mist and confront him. Oh, wow. Gosh. Mm. Wow, he's cornered then. Yeah. This is it. Exactly. He can't, surely he can't beat all of them. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, he's he's probably got like the measure of Ventress and Savage. I, th- I reckon he could probably take them, but, you know, with Maul yeah. there as well, and Mother Tows in yeah. working her magic, muddling his mind and slowing him yeah. down. Yeah. He is eventually yeah, it, defeated and disarmed by Darth Maul. But not killed? No. no. Okay, good. So they've left him. Right. Mm. Okay. And they're going to take him to Chalcin, <coughs> presumably. Yeah, well, Anakin thinks, you know, they're going to kill me. But Maul doesn't. Maul uh, deactivates his lightsaber. And he says, you know, I know you came here seeking power. I could teach you that power that you're looking for. And Anakin at first is like, you know, I, he's having none of it. He's like... You know, I know who I know who beat you, right? Like my master beat you. So what do you have that you yeah. could possibly teach me? And Maul says, yeah. Ah, yeah. Kenobi beat me, but he didn't kill me. I'm still here because Ooh. of that power. You know, where Ooh. where would Obi Wan Kenobi be now if he had the power to cheat death? That's right. Mm. Just just uh, take take his account. You know, I I was falling. My body was in half, in two pieces, <laughs> and like. That could be you one day. Yeah. <laughs> you too might need to survive being chopped up into different pieces by Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> this is this is a public service announcement for all people who get dismembered by Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, like, you know, you don't, you know, there's amazing power here. Like, I'm still alive. I, I was kept through by the power of the dark side. My legs are still somewhere out in the galaxy wandering around through the power of the dark side. <laughs> you could have that power oh, too. I could, I could totally see Anakin um, at this point would be tempted. Mm. I mean, but this is really interesting that Maul is taking it upon himself now to, yeah. you know, to kind of under underserve Talzin. I mean, it's so Maul. Mm. Well, I'm, I'm thinking it's part of Talzin's plan. I don't think it's Maul just doing it by himself. Um, I'm wondering oh, if there may be, if there may be like building something slightly different than the Sith, um, but some kind oh, of I like. Thought, I thought. Sorry, I, I thought Maul was just kind of going off on his own piece with the other two, but okay. Oh no, so this it's, is Talzin's yeah, plan. it's all part of Talzin's plan. Um, so oh, okay. back, yeah. So you know, we we fade we fade to black in the cave, um, 
and we head back to Coruscant. Starwipe. So, Starwipe, back to Coruscant. Starwipe. So, <laughs> several days later, and Ahsoka is is worried that Anakin hasn't returned. Um, and again, like, you know, Obi-Wan's not there. Padme is busy running the, the Republic. She doesn't have anyone she can turn to, apart from her friend Barris Offee, who hasn't turned ah. to the dark side because the Clone Wars ended early. Um, oh, amazing. Yeah. And and Ahsoka, you know, confides with Barris that she's worried, and the two of them kind of meditate together um, in one of the quiet rooms in the temple. And Ahsoka reaches sure. out through the Force to try and see if she can sense Anakin somewhere. And she does. She... She gets this vision, again, of a red planet shrouded in mist, and she knows that something to do with Anakin is there. Um, yeah. and, she, and she kind of focuses in on this this force signature of Anakin, and then suddenly she's thrown out of the vision. There's something, something deeply wrong with it. And she doesn't know mm. whether something, I don't know, something kind of pushed her away, or if it was perhaps Anakin himself pushing her. And while she's kind of okay. mulling this over, a Jedi starfighter lands at the temple with no one in the cockpit, but a droid in the droid port. It's R2-D2. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, he lands and he pops out of the ship and he, he tells Ahsoka, you know, something terrible has happened to Anakin on the planet Dathomir. Um, and so Ahsoka, you know, puts this together with a vision and she goes to the council and she says to him, you know, something's happened to Anakin. I think he's in danger. And Mace Windu decides, okay, we'll go to Dathomir. I'll take a team of Jedi Masters with me. We'll rescue Anakin. But he tells Ahsoka you stay here like you're too personally involved in this and you're still technically a padawan sure. so like you stay here yeah we'll go and we don't know what we're going into we'll go and rescue skywalker it'll all be fine yeah. ahsoka of course completely dissipates him <laughs> um so the jedi fly off and ahsoka <laughs> follows in does. yeah Just, yeah she Just hops like in master, like, do- yeah like exactly <laughs> she hops in anakin starfighter she follows after them um and you know the jedi they arrive on dathomir and they get out of their ship, and they're followed. Uh, they're sort of led again by, by the magic and the the mist into the same cave that Anakin went to. And again, they enter, and red lightsabers to the left of them, to the right of them, in front of them. More Ventress and Savage come out of the mist, but another lightsaber ignites behind them, and Ooh. they turn, and in the mouth of the cave, oh, they see yeah. Anakin with a red boy. Yeah. Oh man, so he has turned. He has turned. Oh my gosh, not not for Soka. Surely mm. Soka would surely make him think twice because she's who he's trying to save. Yeah, well, who knows? Who knows how that could possibly play out? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah, well, get get real. <laughs> she's Soka. We don't care about her. Love has limits. <laughs> um, yeah, so they. You know, a, a lightsaber jaw breaks out. The I don't know who came with Mace Window. I haven't decided. Again, maybe it's Shakti and Kiadi Mundi. Um, sure, they sure. Those two Jedi engage Ventress and Savage, and Mace Windu finds himself fighting Darth Maul and Anakin Skywalker at the same time. And obviously, Ooh. Mace Windu's struggling with this. Like, that's two extremely powerful Force users. Um, yeah. And at one, <clears throat> at one point, Maul is about to strike a deadly blow on Mace Windu. But... Mm. out of nowhere out of mace windu's periphery a green lightsaber blocks the blow and he turns and he sees ahsoka oh this is great this Mm. is great okay and and he looks at ahsoka they kind of lock eyes and they just do a little like nod of acknowledgement um yeah and then ahsoka engages maul and mace fights anakin and (sighs) it's going okay you know anakin and mace windu they're pretty evenly matched but mace windu's also pretty tired from fighting anakin and darth maul 
So Anakin eventually disarms Mace Windu. He knocks him to the ground, knocks his lightsaber away. And yeah. and he raises his lightsaber back. He goes to strike the killing blow. He, you know, he's looking at Mace Windu. And he's like, this is... You know, everything Anakin's felt about the Jedi holding him back, the Jedi not wanting to teach him how to use his power fully, about you know trying to keep secrets from him. And who embodies that more than Mace Windu? And Anakin's full of rage, full of, you know, about to strike down yeah. this person who represents every kind of obstacle to his power. Sure. And then Ahsoka leaps in between them and stops, oh. you know, Anakin's arm stops before it comes down. Oh. And, oh. and she looks up at Anakin, she, she deactivates both of her lightsabers. And she says, I know that you came here, you know, looking for power, but, but look around you. Look what you've come here for. And Anakin looks yeah. and he sees... Maul in the corner, disarmed and defeated by Ahsoka. He sees Ventress and Savage yeah. defeated by the other two Jedi. He sees, you know, the, the power of the dark side and the Sith defeated by the light side. Yeah. And he looks down at Ahsoka and he slowly lowers, lowers his lightsaber arm and deactivates the lightsaber and gives the hilt to Ahsoka and surrenders. Oh, brilliant. Great. Okay, so he gives in. Yeah. But, um... But is is Talzin around? Is Talzin still doing her stuff? Uh, I didn't write that in my notes. Um, so oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> okay, well we'll focus on this. But that is great. Ahsoka has mm. really risen to it, and you know, and been able to show her master what he couldn't see. That's yeah. incredible. I I assume you know the three other Sith have been defeated, so maybe Talzin's also been defeated. Maybe she was in the battle fighting yeah. another Jedi. They're all defeated. They're they're taken into custody. Everything's fine. Um, everything's good everything's good and then there's I like put a little epilogue in there because you always put a little epilogue into your stories and I thought I'll treat you to one this time of course um, Oh, great <laughs> so we fast forward maybe a year or two um, on the planet Naboo by a lake there's a nice house by the lake and Padme oh, is sitting on a little rocking chair it, it's the lake it's the wedding lake it's the, the love lake, lake. Oh, and brilliant. Padme's you know sitting on a rocking chair on the balcony with little baby Luke in her arms Anakin standing nearby with baby Leia in his arms and a Jedi starfighter comes in overhead and lands in the field nearby. Um, and Anakin goes out to see the starfighter and to meet the pilot. And out comes Ahsoka with a little Jedi youngling in tow. Um, oh, and Anakin says, okay. hey, Snips, it's been a while. And she says, that's Jedi Knight Snips to you. And oh, <laughs> And she takes, she's got a little bundle. She takes something out and says, you know, I've got something I've been meaning to... I wanted to return to you for a while. And she takes out Anakin's lightsaber and he looks at it and he mm. says, you know, after what that thing became, I'm not sure I want it. And she sure. says, yeah, I don't know. See for yourself. And she hands in the lightsaber and he puts his thumb on the button and activates it. And out comes a white blade. Oh, nice. And wow. Then roll credits. Oh, that's so cool. Because Anakin sort of becomes the Ahsoka figure mm. in a way. Through that. So, so Anakin sort of becomes that blend of that blend of the light and dark, but mm. he finds his way again through that. And and there is and there's a possibility for redemption for him. And that's mm. oh, that's so cool. I just I totally believe like if Ahsoka ever came into possession of Darth Vader's lightsaber that she would like try and purify that crystal it just feels like a thing she would do 
Yeah, definitely, definitely. And oh, look, and he's got he's got baby Luke. I'm guessing yeah. it's baby Luke, or it could yeah, and and Leia's maybe there as well. Yeah, and they're little living Luke happily together. Yeah, I I again assuming like he's maybe I don't know been rehabilitated by the Jedi Order, but left the Order. I the details sure. are hazy. I came up with this very yeah. quickly. But it's a story. Well, you, last time, last time <laughs> I heard, you didn't have one, so that, or at least you didn't have notes. So well done. That's that very good. true. Good going. <laughs> yeah, that is my story. Oh, fantastic. Well, thank you very much, James. That was amazing. You're very and welcome. I kind of like these um, these happy endings that we're getting <laughs> with this one because some of our other ones have been dark. Mm. So this one's a nice light ending. Well, I was trying to find an ending that didn't involve like everybody teaming up against Palpatine because I feel like every single one of my sure. stories does that. Um, yeah. But I did, before we move on to yours, I was just going to say that like the ending that I originally started with and tried to work towards, I wanted to focus on Savage because he's one of my favorite characters and have him like potentially leaving the dark side and maybe training with the Jedi Order. And then oh, I was going to end so it. Cool. My epilogue was going to be Cal Kestis landing on Dathomir. Um, and oh, then he meets okay. he meets Merrin, and she's like, "Ah, Jedi, there's someone you should meet." And then takes him to to see Savage. And then, like when I started writing the story from the oh. beginning, I was like, "Well, there's no way that Order sixty six happens." So Cow would no. like this wouldn't would he, he be... wouldn't need to do any of this. So I can't work no, this ending into it. <laughs> no, although although you could have found some way to make I don't know him like disappear from his master, mm. like his you know. Um, Yara Tapal somehow falls and, and Cal still gets left yeah. somewhere on the garbage planet so yeah <laughs> maybe it would have worked out but I I think your your story was really good so thank, thank you, you very James, much for you're that. very welcome um, my story mm. um, is uh, I'm just gonna yeah it's not yours so uh, <laughs> we have not got, got the same story so I'm Excellent. very happy about that um, and um, yeah so my story is of course um, you know, we've already set out a bit of the premise here. I'm just going to quickly retouch it again before I go into my story. So, you know, the CIS, you know, has marched on Dathomir mm -hmm. at Dooku's orders, not only to set an example for Ventress's defiance in surviving him, but for using his apprentice, Savage Oppressed, to assist her. Mm. And General Grievous is leading the assault and commanding his troops to annihilate the Witches of Dathomir. Mm. And his attack was so brutal that Talzin and the Night Sisters had to summon an army of the undead to rally to their defense. Ooh, and zombie army. <laughs> oh yes, exactly. The zombies are zombies are here. And the tide has turned in the witch's favor. Mm. And Grievous himself, you know, or sorry, had um had it turned in, in the witch's favor, then maybe, you know, Grievous himself would have been defeated and maybe old, you know, Dooku would have been defeated as well in this instance. Mm. So in my story, um, the Night Sisters, upon beating the CIS, so we're not we're we're going straight into it. They've already okay. defeated the army, right? Um, the droids have been defeated. Grievous um, is enslaved Ooh. using magic, and um, and he is kept perpetually guarding the Night Sisters. He's sort of like a, a little, he's kind of like this bodyguard, this sort of person standing at the gates at the front mm. constantly um, with his mind entranced. 
and, and <laughs> so he's yeah he is like the the night watchman in a way yeah <laughs> um, i was just imagining like when you raise a zombie in skyrim or something and it just follows you around going <sighs> yeah yeah that's him yeah <laughs> exactly he's got green eyes uh, coming out of his uh his skull or his uh, metal head amazing um and um so uh the night sisters on upon beating the cis mm. have become aware of their existential threat now um mm. this they think is not the end of this sort of impending wave of danger that's going to keep coming to them mm. they need to do something to save dathomir and to save the night sisters mm. so what they do and they do quite a big thing james is that mm. they use their magic their combined magic of the night sisters yeah. to consume the planet of dathomir in a protective Ooh. barrier. Wow, the okay. Collect the collective magic of the Night Sisters is so powerful, um, and it uses an old spell that basically um, it disguises the whole planet, and it disguises the planet as an asteroid or a meteorite ah, in the middle of space. Interesting. And so all across the galaxy, news of Dathomir disappearing becomes far-reaching. Mm. Mm-hmm. While looking through the Jedi archives, Obi-Wan mistakenly <laughs> tries to mention to Jocasta Nu that Dathomir is no longer on the map, so he gets a stern, if it's not in our records, it doesn't exist. <laughs> just imagine Obi-Wan looking at the maps and looking at like a blank region of space and just like, oh, not again. <laughs> I just like, it just it's like there one minute and then it just goes, whoop, yeah. and it just goes. And he's like, wait, what? That was there. <laughs> <laughs> and Jukasa oh. News there like you're you're such an idiot like, who's let this guy here as a Jedi Master <laughs> Jukasa you were just talking about Dathomir you know it exists and he's like no don't know what you're talking about it's not it's not on our records don't, I can't yeah. see it on the screen it doesn't <laughs> exist sorry I just found that quite funny um, I was wondering where you're so, going I was wondering if you're going to be like and they turn Dathomir into the Death Star out of magic and I was like are we doing Death Stars again <laughs> we love a death star no yeah. we're not doing that no but it's it's just sort of there hanging in mm. space as this kind of meteorite and i sort of i like this idea that once you permeate through a certain barrier then eventually possibly you, you, mm. you kind of uncover dathomir again but for yeah. all intents and purposes from anyone looking at it from an outside perspective or doing mm. scans on it it's just this sort of big big space piece of debris yeah a bit like when you go through the shield over wakanda and it turns from like yeah just open jungle into this kind of bustling city that's right yeah mm. so it's sort of hanging there and okay. they're for all intents and purposes they think they're safe yeah um now star wipe <laughs> we're going back Whew. we're going back james to general grievous <gasps> general grievous is there standing mm. in front of the palace whatever you want to call it on Dathomir. Yeah. Um, and within Grievous's mind, um, there's his, there's an, there's this whole different reality going mm. on. Having his mind taken over by the Night Sisters, this has created this sort of new mental torture for Grievous. <laughs> Everyone now, in his mind is singing. <laughs> well, once captured, oh no, Grievous wakes up, and he wakes up. In a tuxedo, okay, freshly pressed, with a gold watch. <laughs> Not where I thought this was going. Cravat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you do. And he stands there in this lovely sort of fresh suit. He looks really yeah. dapper. 
and he stands there in front of a vehicle with four wheels, with seemingly no engines anywhere to be seen. Okay. He's standing in the middle of a field with long, with many birds flying overhead, <laughs> and in a, a lovely little manor house behind him, looking very nice. <laughs> what have and you done? He... <laughs> and he opens the door to a to the of the vehicle to an incredibly refined and regally dressed woman in a floral gown. Yeah, and he goes. <laughs> and he says your coat madame Grievous asks the voice says in response thank you Greaves and following the regal lady comes another finely dressed woman out of the car who gives Greaves a gentle pat on the cheek as she brushes past him so which... I think you can see where we're going with this James I can don't we just think I can <laughs> which old timey actor is playing General Grievous in this vision because I'm imagining Cary Grant I'm like... I think <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking like um, I'm thinking Hugh Bonneville at this point. Oh, you know? possibly, yeah. So, maybe, yeah. Um, I hope you. I hope you sort of uh, appreciated my Jeeves and Greaves uh, mm, thing there. Very nice. Um, but um, yeah, so I'm sort of thinking it's like this. Um, you know, inside Greaves's mind, it's this mm. uh, Wonder Vision type situation. Inside on. his mind, he's Gene Kelly every single day. Exactly. <laughs> He's loving life. He's a uh, and uh, Greaves's uh, full farm stretches out for a moment mm. and reaches for a pocket watch. Still in the tuxedo, he's got five... four arms. He's got four arms, but they're all human arms. I imagine uh, they're not robot arms. And he he looks at his watch and it says five past ten. Yeah, it's breakfast for the Duchesses <laughs> of, of Dapper. What the? Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got to go serve the breakfast, James. Yeah, so sure. He goes, okay. <laughs> so Greaves strolls back into the stately home and lined with statues of old mythical spiders and big yeah. rancors yeah. across across the archways. Um, two stone ones, in fact. Two stone rancors guard the entrance to the palace. Mm. And uh, inside, uh, Greaves, as we're going to call him for this, okay. yeah. uh, serves the duchesses their tea. Uh, while they tell, talk away, giggling sometimes and peering over sometimes at Greaves, saying mm. things about him. And he must find that quite upsetting, I must, I must admit. Yeah. Um, and it's then when he spills a pot of freshly brewed tea all over himself. Oh, Greaves. Oh, that's what they say, the, the Duchesses of Dathomir. They say, silly Greaves. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you. And then the other voice goes, he's sillier than I expected. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And uh, he runs to the washroom to clean himself off. Mm. His third arm holding aloft his freshly pressed shirt. Yeah. While the other three press lots of wet napkins down onto it. <laughs> um, this is the nightmare that Greaves relives every single day. Oh faith. no, poor Greaves. Every, every single day he goes and serves the duchesses of Dathomir their tea and keeps getting a tea stain on his shirt. Poor, oh, poor Greaves. Poor Greaves. I know. I know, it's like a nightmare. I mean, it really is. But, I mean, serves Grievous right for trying to kill them. That's very true, yeah. I mean, Grievous is a war criminal, exactly. so I'm, I don't right. have too much pity yeah. for him. <laughs> no, 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 he can take this. So, um, now, one day, while walking down the corridors of this palace, mm. he sees a faint light coming from one of the one of the doors. Yeah. And he doesn't quite know what it is, but he decides to peer in. Um, it's a glowing object. A ball of some kind, mm. giving off a sort of mysterious green light. Yeah. But before he can go any further, Duchess Talzin stops him, slams the door, mm. 
and says, Lost Greaves? Mm-hmm. And Greaves goes, Sorry, sorry, Mum, sorry. <laughs> and uh, Duchess Towson goes, You're not you're you're told not to go wandering about here, Greaves. Mm. And he goes, I know I know, Mum, I know. I'm sorry. Mm. I'll go back and serve the tea. I can imagine Duchess Towson being yeah. like, It's for your own good, you know, it's dangerous if you go wandering around. That's right, yes, yes. And we don't want anything happening to you, Greaves, do we? We don't want anything bad happening mm. like before. Always remember the one rule <laughs> in this house, don't touch the orb. <laughs> but it's it's that might that makes me sort of think of Lord of the Rings with Palantir. Yeah. Um, yes. G- Gandalf being like I'll take that now, my lad. <laughs> I'll take that now. Um and uh yeah, no, so but this wasn't the last time Greaves found himself in that room. Mm. He decides under the cover of darkness to visit this room in the night. <gasps> To learn its secrets. Sneaky Greaves. Once in. I know he's really sneaky. I mean, he's got four. And he, I mean, you've seen him do that little spider crawl. Oh, yeah, that's true. Episode three. So maybe he does that. Um, I can imagine him sort of creeping along the ceiling mm. or something. I don't know, something happening. Yeah. But once in, he begins to touch it <gasps> and to ask it questions. He touched the orb. He goes, he touches the orb, James. And he says, what are you? And this really mysterious voice says... Your liberation. Ooh. Grievous is startled. Greaves, sorry, sorry, Greaves. Mm-hmm. It's not Grievous, it's Greaves. Mm. <laughs> Get it right. <laughs> and uh, Greaves is startled and he says, my liberation from what? Greaves doesn't understand who or where he is. Mm. Um, this is a prison. Only one you can break free of. Destroy me, the voice says. <gasps> Greaves stops for a moment. He's worried about what will happen if he obeys what the voice tells it to do. Mm. But he goes for it and he throws the orb off its perch. And in doing so, it smashes into little pieces. And pieces of the green light suddenly whisper off up into the ceiling and Mm. out through the door. And as it does that, the world around him begins to dissolve. The once Georgian walls of the manor... (laughs) phase into an igneous rock formation. I momentarily forgot he was in Downton Abbey. <laughs> Just for a second <laughs> forgot it and then remembered. <laughs> uh, I'd, so part of me did want to stay in Downton Abbey for the whole story, but I couldn't quite. <laughs> Paul, yeah, the yeah, the Georgian walls are gone. Yeah. Uh the lovely plates and the, you know, the teas are, you know, flying off. Mm. It suddenly gets very cold. The light from a dim yellow lamp turns dark red and suddenly the sky opens up above him. <gasps> he is now back on Dathomir and his wits are returned to him. Oh no, he's going to be so mad. Oh, damn right he is. And and the witches of Dathomir are also alerted to this. Mm. Now, Grievous. Um, yeah, Grievous discovered the magic keeping him locked within their spell. Yeah. Um, it was an ancient relic of theirs, now destroyed. Mm. He notices now that his mechanical body is back and his memories. He kind of wishes he, he kind of miss, misses the gold watch, you know, <laughs> and all of his little things, but you know. Well, I mean, fine. who doesn't? Once you watch your first period <laughs> drama, it's all you want to watch. Exactly. Yeah. And it beats, you know. Like getting killed on Dathomir, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. With all the rancors and spiders. <laughs> yeah. So he runs for it. Mm. 
And an army of undead start to rise around him yeah. as he runs. Before he gets too far, he sees an old desolate ship. Mm. He makes for it. The zombie's still running after him. Yeah. And he reaches it. And he climbs inside. And he finds it miraculously powering up. Mm. And seals the hatch behind him. This is it. This is his moment. And he begins flying away. Yeah. That's it. I'm safe. I'm free from that nightmare, Grievous says. He coughs as well a little bit, just so we put a little bit of Grievous back in there. Because <laughs> it's probably tiring. Yeah. I'm imagining when he was Grievous, yeah. he had a very, like, dignified cough. Just like a... <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Just a... Mm. Clear, clear my throat, sir. Mm. Do, you, do you reckon he was posh? Do you reckon he had a lovely, well-spoken accent? Oh, well? he, he had to be posh. There was no way yeah, Greaves yeah. wasn't posh. <laughs> He had to be. Uh, sorry about that, madame. Thank you. <laughs> now she's got to clear my throat. <laughs> I shall bring the car around in a moment, Duchess Talzin. <laughs> and as he flies away, yeah. and he enters space, um, he's, he, he, he's escaped. He's free. Mm. And he goes away. And this is sort of my, my epilogue of this story. Okay. He sees, as he's flying away, a big battle station... <laughs> hovering in space oh no <laughs> he says that looks like a moon um <laughs> that battle station <laughs> is of course everyone's favorite the death star <laughs> and uh, during its testing phase way before the battle of scarif where the mm. empire and the empire decides to test their weapon on a few meteorites in the oh, outer rim no and so the empire fires the lasers and it absolutely yeets hidden dathomir <laughs> anyway and Grievous escapes, and oh. the Night Sisters are eviscerated. <laughs> the <end>. Night Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I know. <laughs> <laughs> and they are gone, James. Done. Oh dear! I just I imagine like Mother Towson on Dathomir, and one of the Night Sisters <laughs> runs in and is like, "I have terrible news. I've heard the Empire has created this this." planet destroying battle station <laughs> and she's like they'll be fine they'll never find us here and like but they're testing it yeah. on asteroids and she's like wait what <laughs> <laughs> wait <laughs> excuse me should we should we change our disguise should we do it no 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 keep it <laughs> quickly googles how I, to undo I, planet concealing I, spell i did i did have this i did this uh have this uh image of them actually not turning the planet into a meteor or meteorite, <laughs> but actually turning it into another planet, disguising it as like disguising it as like Alderaan, Alderaan, <laughs> and that being the planet that gets oh destroyed. Oh my god, real Alderaan survives. <laughs> that would be so uh, funny. I don't think that would have been a bit far-reaching. I think clutching at straws, but anyway, um, that's my story, James. Excellent. How did, you, how did you like that? I'm so glad that you went last because if we went from that into mine, I would have no way of, of coming up with or following that up. Oh my oh, goodness! I oh, I mean, le- I mean, yeah, it was essentially the witches of Downton Abbey. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. There was no way that I was going to end up in the same place as you. No, no. <laughs> when I said this is bonkers, I wasn't lying. Wow. Oh, Amazing. Wow. Oh, wow. I, I know. I don't I, know what I, to I, say. I just, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I kind of wish we had more of the Downton Abbey part, to be honest. Yeah. But this was really sort of a hashed together story. So, you know, we got a little bit of it. We could always promise an extended edition where you write like multiple seasons Maybe. of this period drama. Maybe. <laughs> 
<laughs> maybe we can come back in the season finale and add an extra extra couple of chapters yeah we'll do, yeah. We'll do when greaves goes pigeon hunting <laughs> out with the duchess tune in next week for the next installment of downton jedi You know how like people keep saying that Star Wars needs to explore new genres, like you know the Mandalorian was like a western in space and that kind sure. of thing. Sure. How long sure. before they do a Star Wars period drama? Oh, they've got to be. There's got to be one. Like Knights of the Old Republic, or or at least maybe even <laughs> set it on Naboo with the princess and the, and the yes. queen and all of that. Let's have it. I was just thinking Naboo, like kind of Bridgerton, but yes. Naboo. Yes, that would be so good. And then. You know, Anakin could be this swashbuckling sort of Mark Darcy character coming in and, and <laughs> mm, romancing Padme. Coming out of a fountain. <laughs> R2-D2's Jeeves, in this instance, <laughs> carrying the tray of drinks. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. Oh, it very works. good. Very it good. works. Yeah. If anyone else has a good pun on Pride and Prejudice but Jedi, do send them in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I mean... I need to, <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, I guess, uh, imagine, although imagine if we did have one of those, but it was just the Jedi Council or the Jedi Temple mm. as like a stately home and like all of them were just going yeah. around. I don't know, <laughs> there's something in that possibly. Yeah, I was thinking like the Jedi Council could be more something in the vein of like, is it 12 Angry Men, the kind of legal drama, just oh, yeah. people sitting around a table and being thoroughly mad about stuff sure sure yeah they're that trying suits to, the jedi council perfectly they're, they're trying to arrest like or trying to decide the fate of anakin skywalker and none of them can agree yeah yeah <laughs> like he's too strong he's too bad sure. everyone else is like no 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 he's not we have to all agree though come on guys Mm. And eventually Obi-Wan symbolically opens a window and they finally reach consensus. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, Disney, if you if you're interested, you know where to reach us. Hit us up. Um, hit us up. We will we will we will yeah, gladly we'll gl- gladly write for you. We won't even do it for money. We'll just do it for the do it for the exposure. <laughs> I'll do it for money. Oh, okay, fine. Well <laughs> I, I'll just I'll be happy with just getting a credit on a Disney Plus show. Thank you very much. I don't know about you. Writing <laughs> is literally my job. Of course I'm gonna charge for it. <laughs> oh you're right, yeah, true. Oh, oh. okay. Oh dear, that was so much fun. That was great. I that was great. Cannot believe the places that went. <laughs> but of course, as always, all good things must come to an end. Oh. And I guess it is time to wrap this episode up. Oh, I guess. I guess we probably should. Um, as much as we <laughs> want to keep on with the tea and the high tea and the afternoon tea <laughs> and all the teas, really. But we mm. want to know what you all thought or what you think about how the Night Sisters' survival might have changed the galaxy. Let us know your thoughts on social media at Moisture Farm Rep, or you can send us an email at moisturefarmpod at gmail.com. In fact, if you have any suggestions about topics, characters, places, or genres in the Star Wars universe that we should discuss <laughs> and explore, send them our way too. And as always, you can reach us on Twitter. I'm at Wheeler underscore deals. And I'm at James16Matthews. And if you liked this episode, why not subscribe and leave us a review on your platform of choice? And if you want to support the show, you can literally buy us a cup of Panatone Spiced Latte at (laughs) buymeacoffee.com forward slash Moisture Farm Rep. Thank you for listening to James and I. We'll be back next time to discuss more of the incredible universe that is Downton Abbey. No, Star Wars. But... (laughs) (laughs) But until then, we will see you next time on the Moisture Farm Report.
okay, but seriously, maybe next episode we should do a Downton Abbey review. <sighs> I've never watched the show, maybe, but I will watch an episode maybe, for this. Maybe, oh, we could binge it. We could binge it all in a week, can't we? Although yeah. there's probably lots. There's too many. How many sit there? Can't be that many there's, seasons, there's lots, surely. There's lots. <laughs>